Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book What Our Children Teach Us, Lessons in Joy, Love, and Awareness. When parents are about to have their first child, they set their hearts on giving their child the most love possible to teach them to be the best they can be. They are confident that they will give their children a good education and steer them towards a bright future. Once the child is born, this beautiful illusion is destroyed by the reality that raising a child takes more than just good intentions. It's difficult to be constantly happy and supportive, especially when you're sleep-deprived, confused, and worried about your new baby. Parents are often surprised by endless waves of tension, fatigue, helplessness, and even despair. This disconnect between the idealized parent-child relationship and the intense real-world struggle of raising a kid can make parents feel that they have been reduced to a life of servitude for their child. Is this the inevitable reality of being a parent? Is the ideal really unattainable and are we constrained to give up our freedoms and serve our children? No, this book shows us that as a parent, you are not being punished, instead you get the privilege of taking care of your children. Many of the struggles of parenthood arise from a lack of perspective and understanding. By reworking our viewpoint and engaging with our children we get a chance to grow up again. This book is based on the experience of a father and his two sons. The mischief and unreasonableness of the children, the helplessness and despair of the father, the situations that exhaust them, and their battles of wits and courage. All of these situations make us laugh and are all too familiar to parents everywhere. Like any ordinary person, Ferrucci finds his traditional cognitive framework gradually falling apart from trying to get along with his children. However, Ferrucci is something most parents aren't. He is a philosopher and a psychologist. His children chip away at his adult methods of thought as he attempts to analyze his children through these perspectives. Yet, he often finds himself analyzing himself from the perspective of his children. He finds that every act of stubbornness from a child is a lesson for the parents. These lessons can remind the distracted parents to return to the present, communicate deep meaningful insights or protest against parents making life more complicated than it needs to be. It turns out that children are the real philosophers. It is children who hold their parents' hands as they re-experience life and learn the art of living. Children also serve as a mirror. Their words and actions reflect their parents' thoughts, life attitudes, and even unhealthy emotions. Ferrucci rediscovers his children, regards them as teachers from whom he learns and uncovers brand new knowledge, and in turn rediscovers himself. With the growth of his children, he achieves self-transformation. Piero Ferrucci is a well-known Italian philosopher and psychologist. A seasoned psychotherapist with over 30 years of experience, he graduated from Università di Torino and trained under the founder of psychosynthesis Roberto Ossagioli. Ferrucci is known as one of the leaders of contemporary European spiritual psychology. He holds many outstanding achievements, and in addition to this book, he has written What We May Be, Inevitable Grace, The Power of Kindness, Beauty and the Soul, and Your Inner Will. In What Our Children Teach Us, Ferrucci narrates his personal experiences in a friendly, light-hearted, and humorous manner. 
Ferrucci believes that his insights are applicable to all parents and people who interact with children. We have divided the text into the following three parts. Part 1, Learning the Art of Living from Children. Part 2, Seeing the Unfamiliar Self when Facing Children. Part 3, Parenting, A Second Chance for Growth. Learning the art of living from children sounds like a paradox, aren't parents supposed to teach children how to live? However, if we follow in Ferrucci's steps, we will find our kids have a rich inner world filled with lessons on parenting and life. The most vital lesson is to live in the present. In Ferrucci's words, it is the most important art of all. Children especially young ones always live in the moment. They regard branches swaying in the wind with surprise and concentrate on listening to the sounds around them without any purpose other than observation. When was the last time in your adult life that you did the same? Think about it, when we work, we fiddle with our phones, when we take care of children, we consider what we will cook later, when we drive, we think about making calls. When we perform any action, our minds are usually planning out the next task. This is the norm for a modern world focused on maximizing efficiency. Children have not been taught to think like this. In fact, to them this is unintuitive and annoying. When you are with your child, if you are absent-minded, the child will behave like a strict teacher and use all their means to bring you back to the present to focus on the interaction they are trying to have with you. These methods are simple, but whether it be crying, yelling, or throwing a tantrum, they are attempting to bring you back into the moment. Once, Ferrucci accompanied his elder son Emilio to the playground where his son proceeded to practice different ways of jumping. However, in Ferrucci's opinion, there was nothing new. Ferrucci watched with interest for the first three or four jumps, but after a while, his attention wandered, and he kept looking at his watch. Look, do you like this jump? Watch me. His son kept shouting as he jumped. It's a new jump. His son continued to yell at him, obviously angry. Daddy, watch my new jump. His son's voice was already trembling with anger. Ferrucci was brought back to the present, like an inattentive pupil caught by a teacher. Looking at his son, he found that it was indeed a new jump. For the child, the hundredth jump was as important as the first time. The distinct performance he created in each jump was to him equivalent in importance to Columbus's discovery of the new world and it deserves the same reverence. When Ferrucci came back to the moment and focused on what was in front of him, he found his surroundings more vivid, and people around him more vibrant. All at once, he realized that every situation life presents to us is an unrepeatable event, just like every jump is a new jump. Oneness with and focusing on the present are concepts that pervade most major schools of philosophies and religions. Yet, these same ideas are expressed every day by our children, and like Ferrucci, we can learn them if only we open ourselves to be taught. These lessons had deep impacts on Ferrucci's life. For example, when meeting with his clients, he was now fully attentive to them and began to notice details that would have escaped him earlier be it a slightly trembling voice, sad eyes, or a mismatched tie and clothes. He could eagerly listen, no longer expecting the end of a psychotherapy session like before. By paying attention and carefully observing, Ferrucci found that his client was no longer a mere patient but a living being he could learn from. This mindset allowed him to treat people more quickly and effectively, improving his work as a psychotherapist. 
Ferrucci says that by being with his children, he has learned to slow down, take it easy, live in the moment, and enjoy himself. It is okay to take time to simply exist, you don't need to fill every moment of the day with purpose and action. In addition to living in the present, Ferrucci's children also taught him that respect and trust require space. Living in the present can help us break out of the cage of typical thought. However, we need to reflect on how that cage was built. It is important to realize that our adult ways of thinking are learned from society, our peers, and our family. As parents we need to be sure that we understand this and how it applies to raising our children. For example, as adults, we believe we earn respect and trust by acting in certain ways. This belief puts us at odds with our children. They think and act differently to us and so we see them as not deserving the same level of respect and trust. But you know what? Children including babies also need to be respected and trusted. They need to have the space required to be themselves, to explore the world and forge their own relationship with it. Space is intangible, psychological, and often overlooked due to its imperceptibility, yet it is essential for the proper development of a child. And though we care deeply for our children and only want the best for them, it is often our love and expectation that invade this space. According to Ferrucci, as long as he expects certain behavior from his children, he will feel nervous and anxious, which prevents him from enjoying his time with them. However, after letting go of that expectation, he becomes relaxed and cheerful, and appreciates his children as they are. One day, Ferrucci took Emilio to the park, expecting his son to exercise and make friends. However, his son was immersed in a game where he pretended to be a train. While watching other children playing on the swings and slides, Ferrucci became concerned that Emilio was missing the opportunity for outdoor exercise and socializing by being absorbed in a game he could play at home. Feeling anxious, Ferrucci wanted to ask his son, why don't you play like other kids? But he restrained himself to avoid forcing his expectations on his child. When Ferrucci was young, his mother had great expectations of him, which caused him a great deal of stress. Even now, after careful reflection, he still feels that his life is not entirely his own that he must achieve a standard that is not his. Therefore, he believes that to prevent children from playing in their own way is to prevent children from becoming themselves. Unfortunately, the expectations of parents are powerful and pervasive. For example, Emilio was overwhelmed by the arrival of his younger brother Jonathan. He often pinched or pushed Jonathan, sometimes going so far as to make him cry. Ferrucci told Emilio, Dear Emilio, I love you very much, but you must stop tormenting Jonathan. Emilio responded with a smile, I knew you would say but. The child has become the teacher again. Ferrucci suddenly realized that he should try thinking about this issue from Emilio's perspective. It must be difficult for him to not only adapt to a new family member but also not being the center of attention anymore. Then Ferrucci told Emilio, Dear Emilio, from now on I will love you with no buts. Since then, love without buts has become a motto of the Ferrucci family. Of course, it doesn't mean that Ferrucci allows Emilio to annoy Jonathan, but strangely, since he started to love Emilio without buts, Emilio has stopped harassing his little brother. When we give others freedom, we feel freer, and when we give others space, we suddenly feel that we have more room. 
Each child is independent and unique with his own growth track. We should respect and trust children, leave room for their growth, and let them think spontaneously, grow spontaneously, and live spontaneously. This brings us to the last key point, spontaneous life is simple and innocent. Once, Ferrucci's younger son Jonathan opened his toothless mouth and smiled innocently. His smile was pure and bright, one of the most beautiful sights in the world. Ferrucci decided to take a picture of Jonathan's smile. It seemed easy enough, but unexpectedly, he found it difficult to capture the feeling of spontaneity in a photo. Jonathan also refused to cooperate. No matter how Ferrucci played with him, Jonathan's expression remained one of surprise, doubt, and earnestness. He just wouldn't laugh. After a long time, Ferrucci began to understand and decided to let nature take its course to just enjoy his time with Jonathan. Sure enough, eventually Jonathan proceeded to laugh, and Ferrucci successfully took the picture. Spontaneous life is simple and innocent while attempting to arrange a perfect moment is usually frustrating. There is another example given in the book. The Ferrucci family goes on vacation to a supposed tropical paradise. Upon arrival they find themselves in a tourist trap. The parents are disheartened by what they see as a disaster of a failed trip, yet the children have a lot of fun. They invent one game after another using limited resources. Emilio learned addition, played ball, drew pictures, and rough-housed in the hotel room. Even now, it is still a fond memory. The reason why children can have fun even in adverse conditions is that they are not restricted by plans. They create fun organically and spontaneously. This way of being brings simplicity, innocence, and happiness. But it is difficult for adults to be like children. Adult life actively avoids the unexpected and unplanned, we attempt to bend reality to our designs and become upset when our expectations aren't met. We force ourselves to be unhappy unless everything goes exactly how we expect it. This also limits our exploration of the world around us. Why risk venturing into the unknown when you also risk instability? Children are not limited by these fears. They make their own path through a world that through their lack of experience is almost completely unknown to them and they make it fun. They enjoy the instability and learn to move within uncertainty, constantly updating their views on life and reveling in new experiences. This difference in thought is like the difference between tourists and explorers. Tourists follow safe and established routes and encounter things that are already known. Explorers must open themselves to danger but they get to encounter surprises and discover new lands. That's all for part one. In this section, we talked about how children serve as our teachers in life. They tell us through their behavior the importance of truly being in the present. We can find beauty in life by paying attention to the present. Moreover, every child is unique. We should respect and trust them rather than encroach on the space they need to grow. Lastly, spontaneous life is simple and innocent. We should not be bound by plans, but take life in stride. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.